Hey, it's Chell. And Josh. And welcome, welcome to, to the Unstuck, Unstuck Institute. Institute. Stuck in a day job you hate? Not sure how to start and grow your own business? The Unstuck Institute podcast is all about helping you take your next step on the road to working for yourself. Hey, hey, Unstuckers. Josh here, as joined every week by my co-host, Chell. Say what's up, Chell. Hey, Unstuckers. How are you? We are back for another rousing episode of the Unstuck Institute podcast. And this week, we have another special guest. We have Brianka Johnson on the podcast, who is a launch strategist. So if you are looking to uh, launch a business or, I don't know, if you're in any sort of business that needs marketing, hint, hint, uh, this is a good episode for you to listen to. She will not launch you a rocket to the moon, though. That's we just need to clarify there. I mean, I don't know. We didn't ask. Maybe she will. Shit. Follow Brianca, up question, Brianka. <laughs> follow up question. All right. Without further ado, our interview with Brianka Johnson. Tell us a little bit, us and our audience, a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yeah. So I am a launch strategist, and I basically help. Um, entrepreneurs, um, primary audience, position their expertise, and then plan a profitable five-figure launch. Um, so that is what I do. And I do it in one of two ways, either in like a VIP day style service or in um, a group program called Clarity to Coins. Awesome. Um, well, that I think that sounds good. Anyone, anyone not want a five-figure launch? Any, I don't see any hands raised. No, <laughs> I definitely like, you do. You want that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You Chell's, want that for sure. <laughs> Chell's working on hers right now. So that's good. Um, awesome. Well, before we get into that, which I know everyone's excited to hear, we do need to know a little bit about you, of course. Mm-hmm. And of course, we have our three questions. Are you ready to answer them? I am. Let's go. Three questions. Number one What is your bucket list travel destination? Yes, so Nairobi has the Giraffe Manor, and I will be there before I am 30, if it kills me. Didn't homegirl Ellen go there a couple of years ago? I feel like Ellen DeGeneres posted about that. Really? I have no idea. Maybe I need to go look it up, though. All I know is that the houses are like up in trees, and the giraffes can stick their head in there. And I had a very surreal experience at the Dallas Zoo where I fed a giraffe and cried because I was so happy. So (laughs) you need to sleep with them, obviously. I need to be there. (laughs) My favorite part of asking this question is I just keep adding to my list of places to go because people have cool things I haven't heard of. (laughs) I mean, could you share the list? (laughs) Absolutely. We should. You know what? We're going to put this. We're going to I'm going to make this happen. We're going to put this on our website. We're going to have the unstuck travel list. Hell yeah. (laughs) Period. Yes, Brianka already improving the podcast. I love it. (laughs) I give marketing strategies everywhere I go. That's right. (laughs) All right. Question number two. If you could choose, what would be your last meal? So I would love to die in a pot of macaroni. <laughs> it's really intense. Is Wait, is the pasta hot? Is the pasta cold? It's okay. So 
maybe not die, but just like be engulfed in like cheesy, gooey macaroni and cheese that is just like cooked and seasoned to perfection because I do not want a bland pot of macaroni. Of course not. Terrible. No, that's horrible. And you got to eat your way out. I I have to eat my way out. It's (laughs) lovely. And it's also, there can be nothing in it. I know that people like to do this thing where they add like bacon and mushrooms. That is a casserole. It's actually not <laughs> macaroni and cheese. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> There's a mac and cheese theme on this podcast lately. We were just talking about it a couple weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, macaroni is the most undefeated food. Like when done right, it is just like a hug that loves you back. That was, again, beautifully described. she can do your marketing for you obviously (laughs) obviously showing her talent and we're getting to know her at the same time all right (laughs) last and final question what is your favorite hobby that doesn't make you money twerking for sure upside down on the wall or just you know in the kitchen um (laughs) to celebrate in bars at restaurants you know, randomly, just all the time. Excellent. Just yeah. this is how I s- release my joy. For <laughs> sure. Please start a um, what's it called? Uh, a TikTok channel of just twerking everywhere. Oh, I should. This sounds like a great idea. It's a little <laughs> exploitative, but I kind of enjoy it, and so I think I may. I think I may lean fully into this. Excellent, excellent, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, I think. I think we know maybe too much about you now. <laughs> Such is life. Such is life. But that is that is the nature of our hard our hard hitting. Yeah. But that is the nature of our hard hitting three questions segment. Um, now, what everyone wants to hear: What can you tell us about um, your expertise of launching a six figure business and or marketing? And what amazing knowledge and wisdom do you have to shed on our listeners today? Yeah, so one of the um, one of the things that I talk a lot about, and we talked a little bit about it today, actually on Instagram, is that I think people have taken marketing right, and they've created this one step way. It's like use my five part system, and if you use each of the steps, you're gonna make a million dollars. It's gonna be wonderful. And I just firmly do not believe in that. I do not think that marketing is one size fits all. And I think that when you market out of a template, like when you market out of um, a closed in structure, that it makes it more difficult for you to understand how to market in the long term, right? So if you're marketing based off of someone else's template, and you're doing it, you know, at the beginning of your business, I think it makes sense because you don't, you know, really know enough about marketing. But if you're building your business for longevity, if you're building it so that way you can continuously make money and you want to feel empowered to make decisions, then you have to know at your core, at your business's core, how to market it. Um, And so one of the reasons that my business is built the way that it's built and that we have um, a three-step framework that really isn't solely based on launching, right? Like my framework is position your expertise and then prime your audience and then plan your launch. And one of the strategic reasons that we built or that I built my business in this way is because I wanted people to understand that before you can even launch something or before you can market anything, you have to build a connection. 
Um, and a lot of times that connection is through your story, right? It's through who you are. So marketing is like, yes, there are strategies, there are steps, there are, you know, all of these things, but it's also a deeply intimate and like personal experience that people often skip over. I think that that was so eloquently said because it really isn't a one size fits all, like you fit into this box. I can't, I was trying to think of the name of the book as you were speaking, but I recently read a book and like, that's what really like struck, like struck Mm -hmm. a different chord with me because we are all built differently. And like some people are an attractor, right? Like you just kind of attract people to you. Some people are more of a, you have to build those really in-depth relationships to really connect. And it's so different based off of not only your personality, but your goals with the program as well of like whatever you're creating. So I think doing it the way that you're explaining is so key. And to kind of think outside the box like that is really key as well. Thank you. And I think it's also built off of your lifestyle, right? Like I, and today in my stories was telling people that, you know, we have the Clarity to Coins program and we're currently in a launch and the cart was initially supposed to close tomorrow. And I've been sick all week and life, life does not stop lifing because you are in the middle of a launch. It continues <laughs> to life. Um, and so, you know, we made the decision that I would extend my cart until June 30th. And I talked in my stories about how I was able to make that decision based off of the data that I have, based off of how my pe- how my um, audience is engaging, based off of whether or not I did what I was supposed to do in the launch. Did I show up? <laughs> you know, did I really market or was I sick? Right. So being able to look at not just like the data, but like the trends in that data to make an informed decision about my business that only I can make. And if I was looking at a template or looking at, you know, a one size fits all approach, I may not have been able to make that decision. Um, Another thing that I like to tell my clients and my audience all the time is that the biggest connector that you have to your ideal client is your story. Um, One of the things that I did last year was I stopped using um, my nickname for my business. When I was in corporate America, I had did this whole thing and I changed my name to Brie. Because I felt like my name was too ethnic or whatever. Um, But when I went full-time in my business, I realized that I wanted to show up more authentically as myself. Um, And I just wanted to express all of the parts of who I am as a person. Um, And so I talked about this story of moving myself, like renaming my business to Brianka Johnson. And really like talking about why I made this decision. How I felt at the time making that decision and how I felt now as like a business owner. And so many of my ideal clients resonated with that story because they had done the same thing. You know, I also was able to realize that a lot of my clients who work with me are clients who are in corporate America, right? Who are taking their expertise, things that they've done in corporate America and building businesses off of that expertise. And a lot of the reason that those women are drawn to me is because that's exactly what I did. I was a digital director and then I built this business and then I went full time using what I had learned in corporate America. So I'm realizing or not I'm realizing because I've already known, but I'm teaching my clients that like you attract more of who you are, but you have to share that story first. Yeah. And it never ceases to amaze me that um, how many people start out any kind of business and they 
they do something similar to what you did, either either small or big, but like shortening your name to try and fit in somewhere, to try and be something that you're not. Um, it, it never works because a you you exhaust yourself <laughs> because you're you're not just authentically being you. You're putting on a mask, right? Mm-hmm. And and then b um, even even when people see you as this false self that you curate, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't land because it feels like something's wrong. Yes. Like no matter no matter how good an actor you are, <laughs> like it feels like something's wrong because you're not being your authentic self. And I and and you have that story, and I think so many people have that story. Is once they lean into who they really are, they find the people who connect with that, and it feels authentic, and that relationship's just inherently deeper. Exactly. I think also when you put on your face is what I call it, right? Like when you put on your face, it's also kind of like putting on armor. So mm-hmm. then it makes it like you're impenetrable. It makes it more challenging for people to to connect with you and to engage with you and to see themselves in you, which is what you which is honestly the ultimate goal of content. It's the ultimate goal of marketing for people to be able to see themselves either in you or in your business or in your transformation. But if you're waking up every day and putting on your armor, they can't accomplish the mission. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. So and when you're going on, like you mentioned Instagram live or, or what you're doing with that stuff, I imagine you're being pretty, you know, real and authentic. You're not trying to put this polished show on on Instagram, right? Because that no. would be putting up your armor. Exactly. No, not at all. So, you know, we hosted a, um, a two day virtual event um, the first week of June called the Launch Live Show. And this event was amazing, right? But one of the reasons that it was so amazing is because there were literally parts of the event that only I could have put on. We had a mixologist. We had a host and he twerked, you know, during the event. We turned everyone's cameras on. We had a DJ. But all of those things are very indicative of my personality. Um, And I bring those, those elements of my personality also into my social media. You know, we did a documentary about this event. One of the most powerful statements that I said during the documentary was like, it's been seven years in the making. I showed up at this event and I was 100% myself. Like I twerk, I curse, I take shots, but I'm still smart as fuck. And you should still trust me. You should still want me to serve you because you can relate to me. And so many women, you know, connected with that part specifically of the documentary because they are also women who have put on their face you know, whether in corporate America or in their business. And they got it. When you free yourself, you give other people permission to free themselves. And it's kind of like teaching my audience how to market without like saying like, this is step one, this is step two, this is step three, but more like you see me doing it as myself. You see me doing it my way. You see me positioning my expertise through my storytelling. You can do the same thing. It doesn't have to be done in this like cute little box. You give them the confidence to be vulnerable. Yes. And vulnerability is where we make a connection, right? Like Mm -hmm. vulnerability is where we're like, oh, I love this person. Or, oh, this exact same thing happened to me. A lot of times we want people to trust us, but then we're not being trustworthy. We're not being honest. So it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. You really can build that connection when, when people can see themselves in you, whether it be experiences you've gone through or, or your style of being, you know, 
because like you said, you know, if you twerk and curse, some people don't like that. Cool. <laughs> exactly. You know, they and I may but, not be the person for them. And that's okay. right. And what that means is is more uh, uh, what that means is we get quickly to the point where people can realize that and they mm-hmm. can go find their person. Um, exactly. But but then the people who do like that are like, damn, Brianka's my person. This is awesome. <laughs> you know, and and I think that there's when we're starting out in business too too many people try and and serve everybody and they're just yes. I, I don't I'll, I'll just be whatever to everyone you know <laughs> it's like then you just end up with a lot of bland relationships versus having like this tribe of people who really connect with you and these people who don't and they left and that's cool <laughs> exactly exactly because the thing is also right when you are not very specific about who you are serving especially like who you best serve you end up serving no one like people mm-hmm. like to talk about niches and why they're so important. And I, I get the whole the whole theory about it, right? But I think that what is even more important about understanding your niche is understanding who to waste or who to spend your marketing time, effort, and money on, right? Like if I only have a hundred dollar marketing budget. I want to optimize that $100 marketing budget in the best way, which means that I need to know that out of 20 people, these are the two people who are most likely to convert. And I should be giving them $50 each versus giving $10 or a dollar across each of the other people who are who are not likely to convert. So right. that's why it's so important to, to know first who you are, but then also like who you best serve. So that way you're optimizing the resources that you have for the right people. Yeah. Can we delve a little bit deeper? I mean, I know that your process is really different per person, but can we delve a little Mm -hmm. deeper into what that looks like working with you? Yeah. So we have a program. It's called Clarity to Coins. And the program happens over six months. And each of the six months are dedicated to a specific goal. Um, One of the very first things that I like for my clients to do is understand why they are an expert because a lot of people come to me and they have confidence issues, right? Like they're not clear on their own expertise, so they don't know how to communicate it. So I like to help my students get very clear on their expertise and then how to translate it, how to communicate it online. So what does that look like? How do you talk about the work that you've done in corporate America or even work that you've done for free, right? Um, How do you talk about that in a way that gets other people to see like, oh, this is what I need. And then once you've done that, how do you build upon it? Right. Because these stories that we have, it's like we tell this story one time and then we're like, oh, I'm never going to talk about that again, which is silly. Because like if you have 200 followers today in three months from now, you have 2000 followers. That's like 1800 people who never heard this story that you told three months ago. So like, how do you tell this story over and over and over again without it feeling like the same story? Yeah. You know, and that is like what the second part of my framework is, is like telling this story over and over and over again. What are these core stories of yours? How do we talk to them, talk to your audience over and over and over again? And how do we use those stories to nurture them to take action? You know, because it's not just that I want you to to feel inspired or connected to me. I want you to take action. I want you to enroll in my program or enroll in my service or tell someone about me, you know? So then how do we use these stories to drive them um, to take the next step? So that's basically what the framework is. But then after that, how do we evaluate? 
Because a lot of times, right, we talk about launching, but we don't talk about optimizing our launch. So it's cool. It's real cute to launch one time. But if you launch, it's so cute, right? But if you launch one time and you don't know what you did right, wrong, or indifferent, when you go to launch the second or the third or the fourth or the fifth time, you're out here winging it. You don't have any idea how to shorten your buyer's journey. You don't have have any idea how to expand your customer life cycle. You don't know what parts of your launch you should eliminate because they didn't work the first time. You're just out here winging it. Preach, um, girl. And so we <laughs> And so we talk a lot about that. Like what is what is evaluating it look like? Yes. A hundred percent. Could have used you like a year ago for sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. So, I, one more question, and we we get close to time here. Um, what I I think there's a, there's a lot of people who start a business because they're good at something, right? Mm-hmm. And that thing is generally, unless your name is Brianka Johnson, um, is generally not marketing, right. right? And and so a lot of people I think hold themselves back, and they're like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what to do about this, or I'm not that person, or or whatever. Probably, again, going back to what we were saying earlier about trying to be something they're not and pushing yeah. into that as opposed to doing their version of marketing. Yeah. But but what do you – I'm sure you encounter people like this all the time at the start of your program. Uh, how do you help people get over that hump that so many of us have when we're just starting to learn how to market ourselves? Um, yeah, so – That hold yourself back thing, you know? Yeah, so I'm a nerd. So I really like data. So one of the very first things that I have my clients do is write down all of the people that they've helped and what were the transformations of that help, right? Because if you are the person and let's say your name is um, Brandy and all of your friends and your family come to you when it's time to um, redecorate their home. And you've been doing it for free for 10 years. But you have all of these pictures of like this. When my cousin came to me, this is what their house looked like. And then afterwards, we were able to redecorate their house. And we only and we stay within a $500 budget. And you've done that time and time and time again. You just need to be aware that you have done it. Because once you're aware, once you see that you have done this thing over and over and over again, you start to believe that you are good at it. A lot of times we don't believe that we're good at something because we have been taught to go to school, get a good de- get a degree, get a good job, get a 401k. And I did all of those things, right? But then we have these other passions that we are so much better at, that we are so much more excited to do, and we don't pursue them because it's not along the beaten path. But that does not mean that that's not what you're supposed to do. It just means that you may have to to do it alongside the beaten path. It just may mean that you have to do it a little differently. And that's okay, right? Like you may have to use this corporate job that you have to fund this business while you grow it. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's so okay, you know? And it doesn't also and it also doesn't mean that you have to be a full-time entrepreneur. I have a client, she has a six-figure business and she works full-time and she's never going to leave her corporate job Damn. ever. And she has a six-figure business. So it's just like also understanding that these narratives, these lies that we tell ourselves are untrue. We get to we get to design our lives in the way that we want them to be designed, whether it's full-time entrepreneurship, 
full-time corporate America, both, none, whatever, you know? Um, And so I just help my clients really think about like, what transformation have you already done? And what, why do you like to do it? Is it in alignment with the vision that you have for your life? You know, does it excite you? Are you good at it? Like, do you, are you a person who is always talking about it? Like I knew that I was, I knew that I could do nothing else but marketing because I literally give people marketing advice all the time. Like if you sell me an ice cream cone, I'm like, oh, I feel like you could just wrap the cone in like your logo. <laughs> so that when people are walking down the street, they can see your they can see your brand and be like, oh, let me go find the ice cream truck. Like I that's how my brain works. So I know that this was the thing that I had to do. And a lot of times it's the same for my clients. I believe you started out this podcast with some marketing advice for us. <laughs> <laughs> it's so innate. <laughs> It's great. I mean, and it's 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 great that you know that about yourself. Um, so we're at time, and uh, I'm sure people can hear the authenticity in your voice, and it makes yeah. it that much easier to connect with you. So for people who are interested in in more about you, your programs and stuff, where can people find you? Yeah, so I'm at the Brianka Johnson everywhere, um, and my website is also BriancaJohnson.com, um, and Brianka is B-R-I-A-N-C-A. Awesome. And we'll have those uh, links in the show notes for everybody. So, Brianka, thanks so much for taking the time and, and shedding some light on, on all this stuff with us. And uh, it's great to meet you. No problem. Thank you so much. I hope you have a great day. Ciao. The Unstuck Institute podcast is brought to you by Chell's Save Time in the Cucina mini course. Experiencing decision fatigue, feeling uninspired to cook, resorting to pre-made meals and ordering in more than you'd like? Check out my Save Time in the Cucina mini course to learn time-saving cooking skills so that even on busy weeknights, you can get a meal on the table in 30 minutes or less. Check out the link in the show notes to learn more. The Unstuck Institute podcast is also brought to you by our awesome new life book. Want to get a handle on your life and where you're going? Lack of productivity keeping you down? Download our free workbook to get clear on where you want to go in life and use the Lifebook system to keep yourself on track and be more productive in your life. Download the Unstuck Institute Lifebook today at www.unstuck.institute lifebook. Remember, it's free. It's time for a recap. One, unlike Brandy Melville, marketing is not one size fits all. I, I didn't get it. <laughs> it's a store in California that only sells one size clothing. Uh, okay. Two, before you can market anything, you have to build connection through your own story. Three, life does not stop lifing. Four, be vulnerable. It will create deep connection. And that's a wrap on episode 152. Website and show notes are at www.unstuck.institute. Go back to episodes one, two, and three to learn more about the Unstuck Institute, Josh, and myself. And if you love our podcast and would like to help us out, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps out the show a ton. Leave us a five-star written review to be entered in a drawing to win a 30-minute brainstorming coaching sesh with Josh and myself. For instructions on how to leave a review, check out our website, unstuck.institute. We'll talk to you next week when we have no idea what we'll be talking about. It's a mystery, even to us, but we'll figure it out. Bye. We get to we get to design our lives in the way that we want them to be designed.
And you can curse. This is my kind of show. I love this. Let's get this party started. <laughs> <laughs>